Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Tsunami Testnet mission with Defund, Sparrow Swap, and Kryptonite. Let's take a listen. I had it on the AMA with that I did uh I think last week or a few days ago with the pay with the Sparrow Swap guys. And it was actually pretty it's pretty chill. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. This is cool. People are starting to fill up. Let's give it a minute or two, and then I'm going to send out a really cool tweet. And then we can get this thing started. All right. And let's go. Let's go. And tweet sent. Let's get this going. See, let's change this here. I'm getting pretty good at this uh, Twitter space stuff. You know, messing around with it. Let's see, <laughs> do the visions. <laughs> it's a little fiddly. Well, a little bit. Um. Oh, forgot one word. So thanks everybody for coming. Um, you're now the first per- people to hear about the tsunami testnet mission that we'll be deploying on the Say testnet. Um, this is an absolute banger of a mission where we're going to be doing stuff that's really never been done before, uh, specifically with a liquid stake derivative index token called SLSTI, and it's kind of crazy. Staked Adam, Staked Osmo, and Staked Say. And this is game-changing. Nobody's done anything like this before. And we're very happy to bring this to Say for all of you guys to try out. So uh, everyone else want to introduce themselves, and then I'll get into defund and what this mission really is. And, you know, we can just go really from there. Yeah, sure. So we're building SparrowSwap. We're essentially the Uniswap of Say. Uh, so we're the place to swap tokens. Um, but since Say's the uh, DeFi chain, we want to be a little bit more than that. So we want to host some some new assets for people to uh, swap and get exposure. So really excited. Awesome. So a little quick intro about Kryptonite. So... The Eli5 is we're basically an automated market maker slash staking protocol built on Say. So it essentially allows you or anyone to enhance their staking strategies by giving you access to any of the liquidity liquidity that's locked within your bonded assets. So you can essentially take your liquid staked assets to work 
by staking them on Kryptonite and essentially earn more yield while you're earning yield already. Uh, either that, or you can essentially buy stable coins and create an entirely different bonded asset that can also be leveraged, or you can use that to finance your finance your Lambo that's coming. Love that. I'd love to finance my new Lambo when I get one one day, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm more of a Dodge Viper guy myself. But anyway, so Defund Finance, for those of you guys who don't know, it's the product, it's the blockchain for building financial products. Um, we're inherently chain agnostic, but we are building a lot in the Say ecosystem. And because of that, we figured, let's get this going. Let's make sure that we can provide the most value possible to the Say ecosystem and everyone else involved. And we found that this is what probably the best way to at least, you know, get the foot in the door for everyone to try it out. So we're able to tap in pretty much anywhere and provide crazy value everywhere. And that's how we're able to do this. We're using Stride native stake tokens and hosting it, having it for sale on the Sparrow Swap decks and being able to drop it into Kryptonite. It's linking us all together and make it something really awesome. So, Hoss, if you want to intro yourself to people that may not know, and then we could, you know, start talking about some fun stuff. Yeah, so sorry about that before. I don't know, like, I couldn't hear you when you were talking, I think, because I lost Wi-Fi connection. I went outside because this is, like, my outside time, my lunchtime, but it's all good. Yeah, just my name's Cosmos Hoss. <laughs> I'm, I'm a soldier, basically, and I love crypto, and I love Cosmos, and you know, I get nothing but pleasure out of, like, helping people and just talking crypto and you know, selfishly doing these spaces, I usually get to learn a lot. And um, who doesn't like being a DGEN? So this is sparking my interest of taking stake derivatives and having an index fund with those as well. And then being able to swap and things like this. So I'm looking forward to this, uh, you know, the next few months. I don't know when this is going to go live. I don't know if you wanted to give that all, but what the, what the goal of when it's going to go out, you know, that's cool. But yeah, other than that, like I'm just here to help, listen, and you know, ask some questions and have have a good time. So, thank you everyone for t- for tuning in today. For sure, yeah. So, this mission will be going live on this Friday, May nineteenth, and this mission is to test out the the Sparrow. We're calling it the Sparrow Liquid Stake Token Index, and this is the full test of it. We're making sure it works so that when Mainnet comes around we can actually launch this thing at mainnet. So you guys will all be able to test it out now, you know, make sure it works properly, which it will, um, and have some, you know, testnet versions of this index that will be live uh, on mainnet. So really excited to get this tested for all of you guys, because this is something that is going to change the way a lot of us invest and really just not financial advice, obviously, but this is going to change the way a lot of us um really allocate our, our say tokens and other, and other, you know, fun stuff. So what kind of, are you going to have different options like for the, the index fund? Like what's the, what's, what, what's the going to be the go-to to start off? Yeah. So this index fund is comprised currently of three assets, staked Adam, staked Osmo and staked say, these are all from stride. So the way it's a little bit different than how it would you know normally be seen. Um, we're not just going drawing from pools of already existing stake tokens. We're actually 
um, upon the minting of these shares on the defund side, these are minting new staked say staked atom and staked Osmo tokens, and then they're going they're getting packaged into these shares, and these shares are IBC transferring over to the same network. So these shares, once minted, can live really anywhere, but the main the main hub for them is going to be on Sparrow Swap through the same network. And then once they are minted, you can do whatever the heck you want with them, including stake them into Kryptonite for some extra tasty yield. So I guess my question would be to either you or uh, Sparrows, what's the goal, I guess because of APRs, but what's the goal to get like a decent amount of liquidity off the rip? Yeah, so one good way that we're going to be doing that is incentivizing people to actually provide liquidity into the pool. Um, that's done through emissions incentives on all the other chains, but it's going to be having a nice little seed to start. Um, we're going to figure that one out too, but pretty much people are going to be very incentivized to actually provide liquidity to this. And that's also going to facilitate the actual trading of it. So. Uh, we we do expect a decent amount of volume for this, and uh, it's going to be a nice, unique product offering that nobody else really has. So what I think it, I I didn't see it, but what's the like actual uh, prefix of the token, like the handle of it? What's it going to be called? Let me add it up here. Oh wait, yeah, let me add it up here. Uh, SLSTI. Okay, cool. Because I was thinking, like, even once that gets going then you you know once there's enough liquidity and whatnot like <laughs> to take it even further you could like pair that with like you know whatever else or whatever you know it'd be kind of fun to pair it with other random stuff and in, in, uh ibc oh yeah so the fun thing is you can get absolutely crazy with these tokens um we're you know this is some alpha right here but uh we're going to be working on levering these so Imagine all the, the APRs you're going to be getting from just the standard SLSTI token. Now imagine if it was three times levered. So, or five times levered, or you, you get what I'm saying. Man. Yeah, send it. Let's go. You know what I mean? So, Let's send it. so yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really, uh, once again, the, the, the main goal for what we're doing here is not just to make this token so that everyone can mess around with it and have really the first you know, tradable index on say and all these other protocols involved, but also to make DEXs more comp competitive to a centralized exchange, right? This this is kind of showing off how a DEX like SparrowSwap can now compete directly with a centralized exchange product offering by having new innovative products that no one else has. I think to add on to that, uh, SparrowSwap is going to host the deepest, say, liquidity uh, of any AMM in DeFi. So we're just the natural place for anything say related. However, uh, people with lots of say may want exposure to assets elsewhere. Um, so they'll come to us for, uh, for this kind of thing. Um, and on top of that, as we fully decentralize, I think the community would be very excited about offering and potentially incentivizing these these pools um hosting assets that are a little more value add than than your standard stuff um i think this is one of them and i think the you know the the the, the decentralized community might choose to uh 
uh, pick these assets over over any uh, over any other. And you can also earn, you know, these types of community incentives, um, but get exposure to or uh, or LP um, your your uh, stake tokens from elsewhere. So you don't need to swap into like, you know, say native tokens necessarily. You can keep your same exposure and get um, our community rewards. Yeah, and it, it it is just providing value to the end user at the end of the day. I think that's something that you know it's something I like to harp about harp on when I'm talking on these spaces and in person and through all tweets and messages. Providing real value to the end user is something that is just really not being done too much in this industry. A lot of the same copy and pasting is going on where they've seen something work once and they're just like, all right, let's just copy and paste into a new ecosystem. What we're doing here is proving that you don't need to copy and paste. Let's just all interrupt and create something that's actually valuable to the end user. So this is just one example of the many things we have in the pipeline. Yeah, I mean, why not? Because like that's the whole premise of IBC is being interoperable and, and, you know, like just in real life, I'm in finances and, and most most average people, they just like if they do get exposure to the stock market or just some sort of exposure, they're usually in some sort of some fund anyways or some index fund. So, you know, I think that would be good. In general, you know, having index funds in crypto so people can get exposure. They don't have to hold every single asset individually, and then they have to worry about you know having different wallets or different compatibility issues and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for it. And then being able to kind of like take that a further step once everything starts to get established, but you can have like, um, like uh, what makes space like strategies and stuff you can long it short it you can do different things with like the index funds just in you know crypto as a whole but that's the whole premise of IBC. it's it's built for that nature to kind of kind of compete with a centralized exchange like why do people use centralized exchanges because they're they're easy they're usually easier and they they basically do all the trades off off um you know off offline so to speak so it's like instantaneously settlement but i know with like say and you guys you have like real fast finality and stuff like that so that's really good because obviously like doing trading in general and crypto you you need to be super fast and 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 and, uh secure and and also reliable you know like dennis solana one of the issues that they always had was just that you know they would it would always break but um and then like cosmos some so most chains in Cosmos are a little bit tend to be on a slower side. I don't want to say sl- super slow, but just more on the secure side. Because usually the rule of thumb is uh, the more validator sets you have, the slower the network is. The less validators you have, the faster. But also you have to worry a little bit more of a centralization problem. But I'm not the biggest component or opponent to like um, you know if there's not that many validators that it's centralizing the fact that i'm trying to trade and things like that so i'm I'm looking forward to it because it's, it's going to be something different i know you guys both of you guys uh say and defund i think has the fastest block times right now in um in cosmos right isn't, isn't that true yeah it is and you know it's us and, and say we have very similar finality times um we took slightly different approaches on actually getting there um but it, I, nonetheless, it, it still reaches the end goal. And what that really does is on the say end, it opens up, 
you know, faster time to finality, getting your trades, you know, less front running ability, but also opens up for institutional players to actually get the trades in when they need. And our, on our end, it allows us to get the, the more accurate pricing. So on better rebalancing times and really just more accurate pricing on the creation of funds. So when you want to create a fund and you want to get the prices that you want, you're going to get that a lot faster than uh, anybody else. And back to what you were saying about, you know, other Cosmos chains being slower. They are slower. It may not necessarily because of, may not necessarily be because they can't go slower, can't go faster because they can, but a lot of them, they don't have a, a real reason to go faster, right? Um us and say we have that reason to go faster because people need the fastest possible times to get their their proper pricing and make their trades go through. So it makes a lot of sense on that end for defund and say to have that type of speed. Yeah, I mean that's one of the many reasons that, that you know I kind of like you know <laughs> I will say fell in love, but fell in love with Cosmos is that it's so modular and that each chain can kind of dictate the terms of what it wants to do and validator sets and governance and quorums and just find you know the timing and just there's just so much unique it's just so unique and then not only that that it still interoperates with one another like i always like to think of it as like a translator every every chain speaks the same language and you know i always like think if humanity spoke the same language that dialects and different languages like crypto might have happened you know 50 100 years ago but um you know if if this is going to work and this like whole world is going to have all these different blockchains connected to one another and it to be really secure i, I really feel like ibc is a vital and integral part of it it's not going to be the only one doing it but i think it's very good tolling for for other chains to connect to and not only that it's just like the DeFi premise, like even if you look around right now, I, I forget who posted it, but you can look at the statistics. There's more money in even like right now, you know, it's the bear, so to speak. But even now, there's still more money locked in DeFi protocols than like last bull market was. And it's just uh, it's reassuring. I'm going to a train's coming by. But yeah, it's reassuring that people are still confident in DeFi. So you guys get ahead before this freaking train comes by. Yeah. And, you know, increasing confidence in not just DeFi, but the, the blockchain ecosystem as a whole, I think is another thing that this is really doing. It's providing your exposure to multiple assets at the same purchase, right? Um, it is, it's super fun to see this actually come together and roll out because we're going to provide a lot of value with this, you know, really harping on that same aspect before. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about it and really get into what we're going to be actually doing with it. Um, so, Sparrow, Kryptonite, you guys want to go into a little bit about what, what's been going on with your current testnet missions and uh, maybe what you guys have planned for mainnet? Yeah, sure. Uh, we've, we've seen a, a great response, um, tons of usage. Um, I think we're now um, the, the, like, we're, we're the Uniswap of say, so we're the primary place for people to get testnet tokens um to participate in all of the missions um for mainnet um i think we'll uh we have a pretty good plan um we'll roll that out and uh i think yeah um smooth smooth sailing 
Yeah, adding on Koshinga here from uh, Sparrowswap, uh, we've minted uh, April OG NFTs for people who completed uh, mission one and two. Um, those are hosted on block mission, so um, there's uh, interlude there. Um, so yeah, you should check out the gallery page as well. I think those really gain significant community interest. Awesome. Just a quick uh, recap on on the Kryptonite side. So we've gotten a huge response on our end for testnet. It's, uh, it's something that we're working on and I'm aware of. I know a lot of people have been posting up about it, both in our Discord as well as responding back to our Telegram is we do have, since we are a fork of Anchor, we do have a very similar UI UX. Um, this was just mainly to get the product up and running without any significant downtime. So I know you guys have been hitting me up about having, you know, PTSD or, you know, bad memories. That's not the case for this. It was more about speed uh, and getting the product out in front of you guys so you can actually test it. As far as moving forward on that end, we'll definitely be making changes on the UI UX as we move forward. In terms of the product in general, guys, like you guys have been giving us some awesome feedback, things that we've been finding out, uh, a lot of bugs that to, to work on, uh, but we should be ready for pretty much Say's, you know, mainnet when they when they give us the the hard date to launch. So I think everything's moving forward. For us, uh, I'd like to see that a lot of the projects are also moving forward and, and prepping for that that launch date as well. And a lot of them will also be ready on mainnet. But yeah, I mean, I can't even thank the community enough, uh, you know, that for the people that have come in and offered some really awesome feedback, not just on the UI UX standpoint, but being uh, helping us debug some of the bugs that we've been finding uh, and getting us closer and more prepped to mainnet launch. So we're excited. That's awesome. And quick thing I neglected to mention on completion of this testnet mission, you'll be receiving a tsunami mission NFT as, you know, just a nice little bonus for finishing the mission. It's actually the same picture that you'll see on the testnet announcement tweet. It's a pretty cool one. It's got some nice little aspects of everyone involved. It's a nice little fun thing to have um aside from that though uh if you don't mind me asking kryptonite you know you, you brought up anchor and ptsd what actually and i i, I know this answer too from looking through everything um, what actually is what you guys are doing differently in anchor protocol to really you know separate yourselves from what what they did wrong yeah sure so a lot of what anchor protocol did wrong essentially was that they were they ended up being closely tied with Terra and well not closely tied with Terra, but essentially their UST uh their Luna token was closely tied with UST. So they probably would have been able to survive if they weren't so closely tied uh with each other. So um so essentially on that note, that that was one of the main factors there was just the fact that if UST failed. Anchor and Luna were essentially doomed to fail as well. Uh, it was just kind of the natural way that that it was going to go because of how closely tied they were. So when that whole Doquan stuff, and you know, you you can look look this up yourself, or I'm sure many people can tell you all about it. Uh, one of the main things there was 
um, you know, if if one aspect was going to fail, it was going to take the other with you. So vice versa, if Luna was essentially going to fail, it would also have directly impacted UST, but it was UST that failed first, taking Luna down with it. Um, in terms of what they were offering, one of the main things that they offered was a consistent 20% for lenders. And then they even incentivized people for borrowing. So that means 5% for people that were borrowing UST. So on paper, it was great. I mean, this was amazing yields. I mean, you're basically essentially getting paid to borrow. And then 20% yields is, is pretty sweet uh, in the DeFi space or pretty much any space in general. And But one of the issues that they ran into was where this money was essentially coming for, uh, coming from. So when you take a look at the breakdown, I think they had about $14 billion in deposits. But in terms of borrows, they were only netting about $3 billion in borrows. So if you take a look, if you kind of take a look at the big picture, that's a big strain in terms of their reserve. So it was rapidly depleting, uh, pretty much unsustainable. Again, like the yields were great, the numbers were great, but they were constantly having to inject cash into that in order to keep, I, I mean, I, in order to keep this mechanism going. I was going to use another term for it, but uh, I'll refrain from using it. But in order to keep this mechanism running, they had to keep injecting cash into it. Otherwise, you would just burn through the funds super quick because you more was going out. You know, it was it's basically a supply versus demand. More more was going out than, than than there was coming in. So for us, in terms of what Kryptonite's essentially doing, so we are right now working with you know major stable coins instead. So things that are more backed, so well more backed and, and somewhat more secure within the space. So your USDC, your USDT. Uh, we want to build something that's stronger than Anchor. And essentially for us, we'll be working with a lot of the bonded assets that are currently being staked in Cosmos. So, you know, not just things that are on say, but essentially want to expand things that are in like Evmos or Osmosis, uh, things like that. So anything that's being staked on Cosmos can also be uh, staked and leveraged on uh, CryptoNet as well. So essentially what we're trying to do is, like I stated before, is really enable access to that that's being locked within your bonded assets. So essentially what we're shooting for, our main goal is more flexible capital deployment for you guys or anybody in general. And um, I mean, our goal is really not to go down that whole anchor path. Um, you know, the, it, we're a different team. Uh, no one on our team is associated with anchor uh, or, or even, and that fact, even on the Terra side as well. Um, it was just something that we saw that was a need in the Cosmos ecosystem where there was there is currently a lot of idle liquidity that's just sitting there and we want to provide a solution for a lot of the users, uh, both retail and on the more traditional institutional in, institutionalized side to be able to, uh, to have, like I said, to have more uh, 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 ca uh, capital flexibility or, or capital efficiency. As long as you don't say you're going to deploy more capitals, lad. Remember when he said that? Stay, steady, lads, deploy more capital. <laughs> Haas, I think I had this little joke with one of my old, old co-founders and even some of the say uh, internal guys. 
where I, we were thinking about just mimicking all of Do Kwan's tweets as our marketing uh, as our marketing uh, plan on Twitter. Uh, but you know, obviously, not so. Not so, you know that didn't bode so well. So you know, something that we yeah, can joke around about. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be as cavalier because my my size is bigger than your size. You know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would have been funny. It would have been funny. I think uh, some people with a sense of humor and that weren't directly affected would have thought it'd been funny. But again, a lot of people were affected by it, so we are aware um, of yeah, you know, yeah, everyone. Basically, everyone in Cosmos got affected. Maybe not yeah. as negatively as people that were just purely on Terra, obviously. But, I mean, at the time, every poll was, like, basically had UST in it from like, yep. Osmosis. So, like, when that happened, you know, like, we all got just wrecked. And then, yeah, anyone on Anchor obviously got super wrecked. And Like, I'm in, account- <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in accounting, and, and like, I, I knew the writing was on the wall and I still kind of fell for it. So I get why people kind of just kind of fell for that. Like I wasn't real big on like or um the whole anchor thing. Like I did use it. Don't get me wrong. I DJ and I was, you know, <laughs> more Luna, more B Luna and all that stuff. But I didn't see, you know, I was convinced that like at some point Luna was going to do way, way better than it did and then obviously it was just really relying on ust which was kind of unfortunate because there were a lot of cool things being built and i, yep. I mean I've, I've spoke to so many people developer wise and you know they had nothing but respect for people that built you know in that ecosystem there was a lot of like very brilliant minds in that space but yeah it was just it was sad because it was like a it was just essentially just a, an experiment that went wrong that's all and that's the thing people have to remember in this space that it's still early. Everything's at, it's essentially is a startup and experimental. And, uh, not that I don't, I, I do think, you know, looking around at a, a stable coin, an algorithmic stable coin could be useful, but it, I don't know if it can ever get to that magnitude again, where like UST was just like kind of everywhere, not just like in a certain ecosystem or kind of in a smaller broad thing, broad scope of it. They were on the radar of everyone because of how big it was getting. And plus, you know him. Him being so cavalier probably doesn't help either. He was just antagonizing literally every human being on planet Earth. If you didn't agree with him, he was pretty narcissistic. You know, he uh, kind of just went went for your throat. And I don't think that really helps people. That they they they'll short it and do whatever they want to to destroy things. You know. And anyways, like that's cool. Like what? So like when you start, what assets do you plan on having? You think? Yeah, so so obviously, say is going to be one of the main assets. I mean, it'd be kind of weird if we were launching on say and doing stuff on say, and we're saving the project and we didn't have it. Uh, so say is one of the, is definitely one of the major ones. USDC, USDT. Uh, looking at ETH, um, uh, and and a few other ones. I, I think like a, a few other ones that we're we're in discussions with in terms of some of the other multi-chain providers in terms of what they can provide to us. But I would say like just the main tokens to begin with um, anything else that some of our partners want to release as well. We're, we're, we're down, we're down for that, but those would probably be the main kickoff points from there. I mean, there's a few other ones that I was just about to release, but I'm not even sure if we're actually going to have them on launch uh, just because they were at the request of certain stakeholders versus at the request versus like in terms of a need from the community so i understand 
we'll have hands down like i said the we'll have hands down the deepest liquidity on all the say pools so uh we'll be the place to swap your uh usdt your btc your eth for say and that's awesome that that really is awesome because you know having being being that one spot at least to start is going to provide so much liquidity to say and all the people that really want to hop into the industry to hop into this ecosystem and really you know mess around with the say the say assets because there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out to say ecosystem and you know i'm I'm also pretty curious about a eclipse pad that's being built they have a bunch of you know potential people just launching through there right and a lot of those launchpad tokens will presumably also have pools on sparrow swap so it's going to be really interesting to see a bunch of new product projects just launching directly into say and then finding their home on sparrow swap too so that's going to be really cool to see how that works out i also wanted to ask you a, a question about uh defund i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about uh kind of the the technical choices and also um why why you guys chose to build your own chain and, and how you guys are going to integrate with say yeah so the reason we did this is we wanted full chain agnostic interoperability right um the reason we built it is so that we can with our with our structure we can actually tap into the native chains and transact directly on those chains so for example the way we're going to be interacting with say is actually adding sparrow swap as what we call a broker and by doing that we actually will be with a smart contract living on the say network we'll be transacting through sparrow swap to facilitate those transactions directly to defund right and we add the different dexes for each uh ecosystem we want to tap into right so we have osmosis as a broker sparrow swap as a broker we're actually having stride as a broker in this scenario because it's just the way the mechanism works out and um, once our GMP is finalized with Axelar, then we'll be having Uniswap and other Ethereum DEXs as brokers and later Solana and Cardano. Um, those are just a little more work down the road. But pretty much we built that chain. We built it that way so that we can optimize for stuff that we can't control, right? Because a common misconception that people have is time to finality. Um, Time to finality is not just the transaction completing on your own chain when you're working in an interoperable environment. It's also the completion of that transaction on the other chain. So the faster the, the block speed is on our side, the faster the total finality will be when interacting with that other chain. So we get our time to finality on our side, 400 milliseconds, 302 milliseconds by the end of the day, plus a 600 millisecond time to finality on, say, the full transaction is completed under a second, working with two completely different blockchains. So it makes it a much more smooth process in terms of being able to actually access those other assets on other chains. Um, and yeah, and that's and part of, and also going back to the reason why we also built our own chain. So going back to the chain agnostic area, where because of that architecture, we can tap into pretty much anywhere, and we're not siloing ourselves from any other chain if that makes any sense and what we can build on one chain is super scalable to the next it's more so just swapping swapping d knobs and addresses and make sure the logic is implemented correctly but via smart contract got it uh i think this will be a, a great testnet mission i'm i'm excited to, to see this uh these multiple contracts all interacting together and, and like multi-chain stuff i think it'll be a really good uh, uh test for everybody
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And that, and that's really why we wanted to make this happen. You know, it's funny, the whole the whole brainchild behind this was me just trying to get in contact with blocked protocol and then accidentally getting intro to all you guys. And it just kind of fell into place like that. And I'm really happy that that kind of worked out like that. Um, but it's allowing us to really you know, flex our muscles a bit, right? We're able to actually show what we're all capable of by just bringing everyone together and making something really freaking cool. So that's, that's what I like the most about this. Um, I'm not sure if you guys want to go down this route, but we can start taking some questions soon. I know we already do have some requests. Um, that's up to you guys if you want to open that up, but I'm, I'm more than welcome to do that. Yeah, we'll do it. I like, uh, I like fielding questions from, from the audience. Okay, this one should be fun. Uh, let's see. Jimmy, you there? Hello, hello. Jimmy the Otter. What's going on, everyone? It's good to talk to you. Um, you know what? I'm a big fan of this project. We really need a new uh, paradigm shift out there to replace um, Anchor. It, but a lot of people depended on Anchor for a long time, and I think it's going to take a while for people to understand that there were, in fact, alternatives. Right? So, um, you know, Say Network, it's the future for sure. It's one of the great Cosmos subchains that we just got to get behind. You know, I've been following Say Network for a long time on the Discords. I'm pretty famous on the Discords for being an otter. Uh, people, you know, say things about me from time to time. I'm, I'm known. Wherever I am, whatever aquarium I go to, I'm known. My mom can hold up her head up high with her rocks and, and take them out of her pocket. And it doesn't matter which rock she's using, you know, she can always hold her head up high, right? And I guess my question here is, you know, what we got to do for Tsunami is we got to figure out with Sparrow Swap as well, right? Sparrow Swap is here. How can we take floating ships that look like whales into the sky and make them a part of a GameFi project, right? Where you can swap farm and stake because we are on testnet now. And um, I'm all about where we got to go because set your eyes on me, ship. A vessel sails as black as a starless night. We've been traversing the mighty waves, seeking buried treasure and adventure. Arr, there wouldn't be fitting in our seers. We'd be singing shanties until tell the blunder and darkest keepies. You know, that's, I'm into the story of Sparrow Swap. Arr, there'd be a mighty storm brewing. If we may be stopping here, you'd be eerily consumers. With our early sights set on treasure, we'll be up playing me hearties. And we got to get back into this idea that we're like children and we have dreams. And if people who build DeFi projects have dreams, let them follow their dreams and let us support them in that effort. You gotta join the waitlist for uh, Verley's Tetris game too, by the way, for Salty Dusty Dogs. Yarr. And we'll be Questify. Questify will be the map where you can find your mates and layer bets, just as a land blubber has been on horse races and cockfights. That's what I'm getting in right now too. So. It's the first game platform on Say Network. You got to get into that. That's that's pretty big. But you know what? There's a lot of other elements of Sparrow Swap. I'm I'm a big fan of. Ye be wondering what is a Fable? Fable League. Fable League is a sports o kings, a protocol for esports. Check out their Pokemon competition. Lay your bits, your scary dorks. That's right. Uh, calling all adventures. You got brace yourself for legendary uh, calibrations. What TF, Fox, NFT, X, Sparrow, XYZ present a mind-blowing one-out-of-one masterpiece. Fox with 
squinty eyes and looking in a center with gold chain half mouth and wings. So, um, you know, got to get on the, uh, these things. Yard me me. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that, Jimmy. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sure you're, you're really running the space as a unique otter in the space. I haven't seen too many otters and I've had you on a couple of spaces. You're, you're uh, I thank you. I'm, I must uh, say this. I've, I've met you before. Um, maybe you've met other otters who are related to me. You know, not too many otters personally. I'm not, I'm not the, the <laughs> I'm not the best at speaking with otters, but I get it. I get it going sometimes, you know, but, um, I, I, I do like what you're bringing up about the game five space. Uh, pretty much. I think Sparrow's going to be in a unique spot and they just fell out of the space because he's having some white issues. So he'll be back in a second. Um, but yeah, it, I think in, integrating actually the game five space into what Sparrow's doing and the other people in the say ecosystem, other projects in the say ecosystem is going to bring a lot of value on a unique aspect. Cause it is interesting though, because say is more, I feel that the best place for say is actually more on the institutional trader side. Um, but if you can have that same tech optimized on a game aspect, why not? Right. You know, find a little more value there. Um, so it is pretty interesting there. Uh, aside from that, somebody else has. Oh, you want me to talk more? You want me to talk or is that, no, is that no, was that no, a, okay. a awkward pause? Dude. Hey man, you're more than welcome to bring up another question if you like. Uh, I'm adding. Um, you know what? For I guess right you know when we're talking about kryptonite, you got to bring capital efficiency. As Say Network is a de facto bond market, right? And uh, my view is this: um, Say recently released Atlantic Two Testnet, um, and it's gotten pretty good incentives to support that incentivized testnet. Um, but you know, with that live you got to head over to app.safi.io because of the spikes rewards are on that same network. No loss DeFi prize games are there. That's me pretty big. Pharaoh protocol, leap wallet, um, meta mirror, truts, sweet clowns, Babylon, Netro SVM, gelato. I'm all in on these projects, but I'm also on into this new project. It's called, um, if I could just announce it's called Otter Labs. So Otter Labs is a new uh, Say project building powerful tools for communities and traders on Say. Um, I could post something up on top. Uh, it's just otterlabs.xyz. Otterlabs.xyz, it's got a lot going for it, to be honest. Um, it, it sold out its recent NFT launch uh, of Pixel Otters. Um, you can create your own luck today with GM Say It Back. Uh, most recent purchases are don't see it as a short race. Look at it in the long term. NFA, D-Y-O-R. And to enter, simply buy an otter and delist. Uh, even though the NFTs don't actually look like otters, they look more like uh, reptilian leprechauns, I would say this. Great things take time. I hope those with us today will still be here in two months. Um, but who's been here since day one? Question mark. Giving away an otter love. Drop your sweet address here. When Skeleton Dow. Right, the countdown has begun, and are you ready? You gotta sign up with your email address. Definitely Web three. So, right now, I'm looking for a meme designer. Must have creativity, good sense of humor, editing skills. Drop resume to be me or DMs. Um, but there are other questions I have, like, can you swing my bags to make it go up? Or not bad for Freeman eyes. My Otter Labs NFT looking good. Rocket heart sign. Raffle, one otter equals one ticket. So now we become tickets. 
we were an amusement circus for the humans. Now we've become tickets. But, uh, you know, when humans uh, use otters and our intellectual property to make money off us, I'm not surprised, to be honest. I mean, um, how can anyone be surprised? Uh, we have been oppressed. We have been victims um, for such an incredibly long time. And um, I guess I'm no longer surprised about that anymore. Um, what can you say about it? What can you say? There's nothing really to say, to be honest. Um, but uh, you, you just got to get into um, this project, the ones I mentioned. Awesome. Th thanks for that, Jimmy. I, I, I appreciate the otter plug there. Um, aside from the otter plug, you know, uh, going back to the, the, the testnet mission here, I really do think that this testnet mission is going to open up a lot of doors for everyone involved. And, you know, I'm really curious to see what people are going to actually be doing uh, outside of SLSTI. And because inherently on Defund, you can create your own uh, your own versions of this. You can create your own liquid stake derivative tokens. You can do really anything outside of that. You could. You know, when, once that uh, EVM connection is fully established, feel free to uh, set up an Ethereum uh, index and launch, deploy that directly to SparrowSwap, because why not? So that's something that's going to be really interesting when the time comes, uh, when mainnet actually does come, which I'm not going to hint at when defunds is going mainnet, but it ain't far, I'll tell you that. And um, the way, really the capabilities of what we can all do together is bound only by what we can come up with. So um, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about that. Super excited to be on board. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, all script tonight. You guys have anything you want to plug in real quick? Uh, not specifically. I mean, hey, uh, I think one of the things that I did uh, last time, and I want to extend it here, is I I, I want to thank a lot of the people within the community uh, for support, not just supporting the say network, but supporting us and helping us navigate a lot of the testnet stuff and getting us prepped for mainnet. I think a lot of the projects here uh, probably wouldn't be the, be here without a lot of you guys in the community. And so I just want to extend that. Thanks. Uh, and then in terms of like any plugs, you know, feel free to hop into our discord. I'm pretty much, I mean, you'll pretty much be speaking with me directly. Um, you know, I handle a lot of the front facing stuff, uh, any issues or things that you might have or, collabs that you want to see you know let me know uh follow us on twitter so on and so forth uh but yeah you know excited to see this mission go live excited to see stay go live and excited to see us and you know spanish defund and all the other projects within the ecosystem go live and really get this ball rolling i know we kind of been rolling around testnet for a little bit but looking forward to the next phase and uh happy to you know happy to collaborate with you guys as am I. I'm really excited to get this going. Um, we can leave this open for another however long. I'd say in at least another five minutes. If somebody wants to ask a question, feel free. You can either you know comment it under under this uh, under this message or under this tweet, or you can just try to request a request to speak. Um, but other than that, we'll just let it sit for another couple minutes and see if we can come up with anything else to talk about it. But um, really excited to get this going once again i know i feel like a broken record here but <laughs> i can't i can't uh emphasize how enough how how big this is not just for all of us involved but really the whole the whole ecosystem as a whole and also i wanted to pin the tweet here but i kind of am not that good at tweet spaces yet i'm getting better 
I would have pinned it here, but I really can't figure that out. So that's for another day. <laughs> Maybe I'll go, I'll go through a crash course online somewhere, become a, a space certified host or something like that. Sadly, I missed most of his, his talking after he uh, did his little gamified spill. I don't know. I lost, I lost him. Lost all the good info. What alpha did he share? Did he share that Bitcoin's going to be $1 million next month? <laughs> he said something about uh, otters are going to take over the world and uh, along the lines of that. And it was, uh, it was definitely an interesting uh, conversation about otters. But uh, I'm curious to see how otters actually involve say at all. <laughs> but doesn't a, isn't a seal better than the otter though or are they like the same bloodline like is that a cousin of, of a seal i think they're completely different if we're being honest uh, otters remind me more of like uh, they both kind of remind me of dogs right but okay. i don't know the, the otters definitely got a little more bulk to them otters are maybe more the german shepherds well no i would say seals are more german shepherds otters are more you know little chihuahuas Okay, so yeah, then I, I dominate that. I'm a seal, so you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> arf, arf. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Wi-Fi went out when he was doing his little diatribe there. <laughs> I was like, man, I lost him. He's yeah, yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy's a good time when he wants to be. And then sometimes yeah. it's like, you don't know what, you know, he flips the coin, I think, before he goes on that particular space. And then he's like, I'm going to be cool or i'm gonna be crazy or i'm gonna be a, a nuisance like it's always something with him <laughs> yeah he's an interesting uh, character for sure man yeah um, he's very <laughs> he might he might have split personalities i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so aside, aside from all that uh unless we have anything else to really go on over here we can wrap this up uh pretty soon now uh i'm really grateful for everyone that's hopped on the space and really just it's really as excited for this mission as we are. Uh, feel free to retweet the the testnet mission tweet if you feel like spreading the word. If not, no big deal. I'll, I'll sleep another day. Um, and I'm pretty excited for what we're going to bring to you guys, not just from SLSTI, but we have coming in the future. So on that note, thanks everyone for coming uh, and get ready for the next thing. The, this thing is started Friday. Once again, May 19th, instructions on how to actually complete this mission will be posted from us, from the block. Thanks for checking out another episode of the ether. That was the tsunami testnet mission with defund sparrow swap, kryptonite and more recorded on Wednesday, May 17th, 2023 for Terra I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Yeah. There's this principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism, where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want. Inevitably, it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds slap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code.
Voting now is mutiny, community uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose. Sticking with my armory, Yam, Beto, and Bruce. Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Really? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, The shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit coin preachers pretending to be teachers. Y'all just predatory leeches. I mean, please, just look at the track record. A bunch of VC rap fucks sucking up the cheddar. The recipe is two steps, rinse and repeat. Now we all in your butts and we bring in receipts. GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>